listening to You've got to say, I'm a human being! God damn it! My life has value! I, I do tend to explode only when by myself. It's called play therapy. No medication, no suicide thoughts. That's evil. Being stupid about it is evil. I'll let myself off. I know where the emergency exits are. That right there, that's a passenger running along the tarmac after jumping from the plane to emergency exit. Let's go to John in San Diego. What's going on, John? Can you address the Bohemian Grove? You start calling me a foreign agent, those are fucking fighting words. Excuse me. I believe that I am capacitated to sit in the emergency exit row of this But in the event of an emergency, your regular exit might not be the quickest or safest way out. Emergency exit. Hey! This emergency exit is painted on! That is right. Now is the time to open your mind. In our search for unknown, who knows what we will find. This is Emergency Exit. This is episode 59. Today is November 27, 2017. We are coming to you again from our floating tin can. I am your host, Los. With me, as always, is the furry Brandon, the hard hat Mitchell. Furry? Yeah, because look at... Oh, oh okay. Can you trim down? A little bit. Hmm. I thought you meant like the costume kind of furry. I was He's like, a furry on, as on, well. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, you're not supposed to say yeah, that. Yeah, I, I just noticed you trimmed down a bit. What did you yeah, do that for? That's an anonymous group. You don't it's, tell them. It's getting real itchy, but I'm going to let it get back there. I think I took a little does. too much. Uh, and we got Nick, the passion rider. How are you doing, man? Correct. Welcome back. Thank Everyone's you. back here this week. Yeah. We took a couple weeks off last week and the week before that, right? Sounds right. Yeah, we Was took a couple. Off? No, no, no. We took a week off. Just we one. did one, and then prior to that, we had like a week off or something, didn't uh, we? Who knows? Well, anyways, uh, <laughs> anyway, I took off. Here. I had to Check go. Check the tape. I went, to, <laughs> I went to Boulder, Colorado. Boulder. And uh, I hardly know her. Boulder, I barely know her. <laughs> um, uh, we went to a mustache and beard competition in boulder colorado i competed in styled mustache and uh you know guess who took home the gold your boy los that's right a golden jazz master was that the prize that they gave was the golden jazz master no it was that uh, that that rock that's right up there oh okay. a little piece of the red rock so i was gonna say i thought that was our thing uh, no. They're giving our thing. They're hooking, they're hooking it up, you guys. All right. uh, this week on the show, Nick continues from our last show. This time we will discuss the Drake equation. Is this the answer to the Fermi paradox? You're going to have to stay tuned to find out. Later, we're going to go flirting, do some research, because the only thing a flat earther fears is sphere itself. Oh, <laughs> nice. Dun, dun, dun. Then later we got the news. But first, let's check on the Brew World Order. It's the Brew World Order. That's right. The Brew World Order is going to be today Oklahoma Sucks Brand Beer by Independence (laughs) Brewery. Just brand. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Oklahoma big, sucks brand. Big time Oklahoma. It says Oklahoma yeah, and sucks Oklahoma's upside big time down. brand. Big time, yeah. And you see it's uh, the Oklahoma is upside down. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Or it's just like a, like a thumb that says, go home, Oklahoma. <laughs> this is made by Independence Brewery right here in town. 
Uh, these boys have had a chance to taste it already, but I'm going to crack it. I have it. not. I have been, He's been, I have sitting been on holding it. Oh, I'm going to crack it right now so you know that it's for realsies. Oh, and we're also broadcasting live on Facebook. Hey, Facebook crowd, how are you guys doing out there? Out there? Uh, no, no, no. This is going to be kind of what we're going to do for now. We, uh, you guys, if you guys are watching, we changed things up a bit. I had this new console installed. Um, we had this guy come in and he installed it into the table. <laughs> uh, but now it takes up a lot more space. And uh, because we usually have a banner, I thought it'd be cool if we put it in our TV and uh, present it uh, with our show. So we'll be able to play clips through it. You'll mm -hmm. be hearing it. We'll be able to... We've we got all sorts of stuff. Uh, put up the number. If you guys want to call us live, we, we will be taking backs. calls. Brandon's going to put up the... Well, he'll give us the number here in a second. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but feel free to call in. Give us a, give us a like. Uh, or, five, you know. five, five, four, 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 four. You know, call me. We'll talk. <laughs> it's coffee talk. <laughs> Wasn't it that, uh, like that 867, something like that? Isn't that what it is? Uh, I don't know. 8675309? No. Oh, no. Uh, num the now. number, eight, if you want to call, 830-875-0637. That's right. And if you're listening uh, to the, uh, you know, if you're not listening on the 27th at 7 o'clock in the after, in the, in the p.m. In the after. Wanna, in the in after the p.m. After. Um, don't try calling because we're not going to answer, okay? Yeah. But if you're calling, uh, if you're live with us, go ahead and give us a call. Troll us. Uh, say how much you hate Nick or Los. Or Brandon. Or you know. me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but preferably Nick, that'd be great. Compliment our beards. Well, our beards, your mustache. Yeah, Or right. tell us how much you hate them. My, my, my champion mustache. Uh, you forgot <laughs> to put a couple words in there. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, so, like I said, we're here in the Brewer Order. I'm about to crack open this Oklahoma Sucks Big Time brand. Oklahoma Sucks uh, right. Big Time brand. Let's see. I don't even know what kind of beard. Is it kind of... It doesn't say. It just says beer. It's beer. All right. So, let's crack her, and we're going to give a... If you guys want our koozies, hit us up. We're uh, we're using our koozies here, Emergency Exit Podcast koozies. If you're listening at home or at work or wherever you're at listening, uh, hit, shoot us an email. We'll try to send one out to you yeah. if you're if you're worthy. If and you're uh, worthy. let's drink it. Well, that's not Ooh. bad. All right, so it's a pale ale, it seems. Uh, Brandon, you have some literature on it. I do, I do. Uh, it is an American amber. Is that oh, the same thing? Oh, an amber beer. Yeah. No, it's malty okay. instead of hops. Yeah. Sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, alcoholic, 4.9% by okay, volume, alcohol, of course. AB, ABV. And it's only available in six-pack cans during football season. Oh, nice. And uh, it also breaks down the, uh, do you guys get into the particular types of hops and malts and yeast? Go ahead like and just the, shoot uh, them up. Yeah, uh, the type of hops, I guess, they use are Nugget and Cascade. Nugget. And Nuggets. everybody knows those are the best ones to use, uh. right? Oh, excuse me. Sure, why not? I should have uh, And then malts, the here we go. One. Pale blend of uh, caramel, not caramel, caramel and uh, right. pale Thank chocolate. You. I say caramel. No, I do say you, caramel. Caramel is a town in California. Ooh, and uh, food pairing. And do we it. have any uh, Hold pulled pork? Hold up a second. That always reminds me of that uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant commercial where they argued uh, Shaquille oh. would be like, caramel. <laughs> Kobe would be like, it's caramel. He'd be like, it's caramel. It's caramel. It caramel. <laughs> it caramel. Yeah. Caramel. This is hey, this here caramel. <laughs> this here caramel with the uh, Utah Jazz. <laughs> That's a bad impression of a bad impression. Yeah. Yeah. All right. At least two levels. Uh, so tell me more. What's yeah. food pairing? Food pairing. Uh, pulled pork, Any some mac and cheese. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. And then it just says barbecue <sighs> sauce. So if you just, you you know, you got a, a bowl of barbecue sauce, you this Oklahoma, Oklahoma sucks, sauce, you just wash it down. Or no, you can, rather yet, you can thin it out. Oh, okay. Or you can even yeah. uh, reduce it. Grilled meat, uh, buffalo, and pizza wings, or buffalo wings. So basically all of my favorite foods, this beer goes with. Yeah. Uh, pretty nice. much, man. Pretty much. Like um, let me take some more sips. I just took a sip of this uh, green label that we had um, 
not too long ago at, on the show with Jackie. Uh, so I need to cleanse my palate again with this amber. <laughs> Seems a dangerous combination there. This is right up there, man, for me. Um, amber beers are probably one of my favorite kinds of beer. And as you guys know, Thirsty Goat is an amber beer and also gets five That's Rats. So I'm thinking... So you used to just play the actual That's Right button. Now, now I actually now have. Do like, I, don't have to, I don't have to. I know, like, we don't have to listen to you say That's Right a thousand times. Don't make me press it. And, um, <laughs> no, wait till he plays it and then... Now, puts the, the only yeah, thing I uh, have Jesus. a problem with here, and it's not a, it's not a problem at all, it's uh, if I'm going to be nitpicky, actually. Nitpicky, down to the nitty gritty. All right. Oh yeah, oral sex. If I'm going to get down to the nitty gritty on this. If I'm going to toss a salad. See, when you get down on the nitty gritty. Oh. See, that yeah. add, adds a little bit more flavor to it, doesn't it? Oh, <laughs> flavor. Um, so this is an amber. It tastes really good. Um, it tastes a lot like a Thirsty Goat. Maybe a little lighter than Thirsty Goat. And it also only has, I think it has 3% less alcohol than Thirsty Goat. So you could drink a little bit more of these. but 3% less? So Thirsty Goat's in the sevens? Yeah, it has seven. Damn, that's, why it's, that. that's why it's up there for that's me. That's why you like Okay. So because that is a five, one, you can't count. I'm going to give this a solid four. Solid four? Solid four. <laughs> you, you thought uh, I was going to go decimals. There, yeah. I always do decimals today. I'm doing the solid four. Nick Ryder. Tell me about um, this beer. I, I do enjoy it. It's it's kind of sweet a little bit. It is very sweet. Maybe that that caramel of which we <laughs> talked earlier. Yes, caramel, caramel. <laughs> no, caramel. 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 Clint Eastwood was was mayor for caramel. Caramel. Clint. He, Clint. The, the Clintster. The Clintster was mayor of Carmel, California, for Man, a while. Man, you can't rub that Clint wrong, dude. I'm sure a lot of women have. <laughs> but the candy itself is caramel. Has Rub nothing to do with Clint or California, other than they probably both <laughs> oh, consumed it. To Clint. That was oh. his... Uh, <laughs> vote for yes. Eastwood. Rub I wonder your if any Clint girl is nicknamed Clint. her Clint Eastwood. This is Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Clint Eastwood. <laughs> That's a good porno name. No, but she oh. got a tattoo and her clip was his nose or something. Oh, God. <laughs> the cowboy hat or something yes. and the scarf on the bottom. That means every time you get in there, he's giving it's, you a blowjob, essentially. I mean, go oh, ahead. God. Do you feel lucky? Go ahead and make my dick. <laughs> Punk. Get out of my vagina. Punk. So the no Why the nose? Oh, know. yeah. Suck on my nose. <laughs> It's the man in the boat. Oh, where the fuck is this Brew World order gone? Rub your clit to Clint. Vote oh. Eastwood. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. Anyways, you said it was a little <laughs> sweet. I kind of like that. Um, I don't know that I could drink a whole bunch of them, but why um, not? It's too heavy. Yeah, I feel like I would get full and kind of like the sweet would wear wear out. Like I sure. wouldn't be able to do a bunch of them. Luckily, we don't have a bunch of them. But I would. I'll give it a solid three point six. Three point six, not bad. All right, three point six. That. Pretty that good. brings me up. Hard hat. What do you think? Um, you know, I take that first sip, and the first initial taste that I get is like apple juice. Do you guys get that? Apple juice. Yeah, weird. Just just like a really no, split second. I think all. that might be the the sweetness that you're talking about. But uh, yeah, I don't mind it. It's um. It is a little heavy, so I can kind of only see maybe only three or four. Um, I'm going to give it a 4.3. 4.3. Right. I mean, I think just because of the name, I should probably give it six out of five. Because Oklahoma in, does fucking suck. That That's the reason I bought it, actually, was simply for the name. Oh, is that right? You're not a big fan of Oklahoma, huh? Why is that? Have you been there? No. I mean... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I go there quite often. Well, there. I go through it a lot. To it itself, not as often... But still, too often. Um, I just have yet to find a single reason 
to like it. All beer everywhere is 3-2, no matter what. Um, the way they do their toll roads is fucking stupid. The quality of roads, like, as soon as you cross the state lines into it, it's shit. Like, it just... That state does not have their shit together, I don't think. And I don't... I'm Get not your shit together! You Come know. on, Oklahoma. Oh! Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Where we don't have our shit together, Oklahoma. Um... I wanted to say something. Sorry, about, all the listeners in Oklahoma. It's not your think, fault. I don't think we have. It's not your fault. Uh, I don't I think they it's were so born bad. there. I they think, can't pick that they were born there. Um, it's not that Kansas is all that much o- more. Are exciting. they Oklahomians? Oklahomans. Oklahomos. Oh, okay. Oklahomos. Oh, that's a good <laughs> one, man. Well, anyways, um, last uh, last parting words for this brew order, guys. You know, I, I was I what I was gonna say was that this is probably a game time beer. You're gonna yeah, watch this watching of resembles UT. football. Yeah. I mean, this is well. For, it's only released during football season, like they said, and it's it bears the colors of the Longhorn, right? And uh, you you should only drink three or four of these, you know, when you're when you're watching your your uh, your game. You could probably pound more of them. I'll say if you only make it through three beers during a football game, you've yeah. done fucked up. Well, that's probably why they only released it in six packs. So you you bring your own six pack to the game, yeah, and that should be enough. That's for yours. The whole game. No, that's yours for the for the game, for I the, guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Check it out, you guys. So there you go, everybody. Order. Oklahoma sucks. Gave it a solid four. That's the brute. Sold all over Tulsa. Four. <laughs> <laughs> right. What if that's their main distribution hub? Out of Oklahoma. Brood. It's the brood here in Austin sent up to Oklahoma <laughs> to, to, be be, to be canned. Yeah. So they have to put the Oklahoma sucks label on every fucking can. That's brilliant. Funny. You gotta, yeah. If you, I don't think they hire any Oklahomans. It's a background Oklahomans. check. They're like, okay, we gotta make sure we don't want to offend anybody. And it's funny. In so a do world, they check Florida man too? Dude, in a world where we're so, we're in getting world, so. In a world. In a world. In a world. Um, like that, we're in a world where you know you can't say this kind of thing about a whole group of people or a state because you can't. I mean, I guess you can help. You can't help right, where you're since from. Right, doing though. it as mm-hmm. a as a sports ball thing, then it's like the sports rivalry. So they're it's okay. It's got the Oklahoma, shield. The team it. sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is what they're going with. Well, I guess that's that why it's justi- red. Isn't that their color? Yeah, that'll, mm-hmm. that's it's their like justification maroon. if if it uh, if anybody throws a fit about it. It's, it's yeah, the team. They're rally. like it's obviously so the, the team can, colors yeah. and the style. Can is yeah. our team. The that yeah, that's yeah. what they're going with, like the font and everything. But I'm going with the state. And again, I'm I'm not saying that Kansas is way more exciting and better. I just happen to have been born there, so I I have love. So do you well, think there would be any uproar if uh, there was another state like? Uh, California sucks beer. I mean, I'm sure that there would be a whole lot of people going, "Fuck yeah, I'm buying that one," and then a lot <laughs> of people going, ah, "Dude, that's so uncool." Why don't? Man. Yeah, why don't people like California? I got this guy at work. Have you ever been oh, there? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a great state. They got marijuana. Um, I enjoyed the state, just not Los Angeles. Okay, whatever. It's a it's a big city. I know, like I'm saying, I enjoyed the state, just not that part of it. Is all I'm saying. Fair enough. There's still a lot more state. There's that. a hell of a lot more to that mm-hmm. state than than L.A. Yeah, but that's where the magic happens, boys. That's where the magic yeah. castle lives. In the magic LA? castle yeah, in West Hollywood. Wait, mm. the Gothic castle. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's funny. That's it's based off of that magic castle in right. Hollywood. Right at the end of uh, or at the top of Highland. Was it Highland? Like it's just Franklin gonna, Avenue. Franklin like yeah. runs right into Franklin the Magic o- Castle. Yeah, Magic Castle. <laughs> magic asshole. All right, so All right. we uh, we're gonna get no, back. No castle. We're gonna oh, get castle. 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 <laughs> Frank Castle. 
And uh, we're going to get back. The Punisher. Get back into. I haven't watched that yet. Have you watched uh, I'm like yet? four. Uh, no, I'm on the fifth episode at the moment. Uh, you know, it's. Um, I asked somebody if what they thought about it. They thought it was great, but I, I don't know. I mean, did Punisher you watch was, Daredevil at all? I wasn't into Daredevil. Okay, well, you know how like that took took a lot of the uh, like the comic bookness out of it, and it was like more gritty and using air quotes loosely saying, but believable. Like this is actually just a guy who's really good at fighting, and he goes out and he's getting his ass. I mean, it it took all the fantastic superhero elements out of it and made it see that's more uh, kind way, of rooted in reality. In a way, that's why I don't prefer it um uh, but you know for me i'm a guy that like likes logic in his movies so i think that should be okay with me yeah but for some reason when it's like hey no this guy's a superhero he should be a fucking superhero well you know i do like iron man because I, I think it's that's like fantastical the... that's like got all this superhero stuff in it it's not like trying to make it a real guy like it's taking that suspension of disbelief away I'll give it a shot, man. It's Marvel. It's better than DC, man. Very true. I like that it's not... It doesn't do the ori origin story. Said so again. it just goes into it him being the Punisher? You know, I mean, it, it... Well, what's see You gotta have season two, right? Oh, yeah. And I think they covered some of it because he was in the second season of Daredevil. And most people know the background anyway. So they're doing flashbacks and kind of hint out of here or there. But you start right in with him being apeshit. It's pretty awesome. There's some there's some badassery going on there. Well, fucking A, man. I'll give it a so shot. Uh, in the meantime, dude, he uh, Nick has got a report for us. So we talked about the Fairy, Fairy Paradox last week, last week. So let's go ahead and travel right back into the Mystic. Into the Mystic. Where are we going? Where are we going? I thought you were going to do the sound effect. Here we go. I'm going to do the sound effect and you say something. Here we go. Let's go into the Mystic. Into the Mystic. <laughs> <laughs> I like these new effects, man. It's fun. All right. Reverb's great. So last week we talked about the Fermi Paradox, and that basically states uh, in our vast universe... Just just our galaxy. In just our galaxy, the amount, of, uh, the amount of uh, solar systems in that, in that Milky Way galaxy, there could be thousands. It should be. It should be. Uh, there, there could be life out there. It's basically yeah. what he's saying. There should be life out there. The it, odds are... Uh, odds are that it should actually have spread and civilized. But what Fermi said, he goes, galaxy. he goes, where, where so are they? What's going on, man? Where are they then? Why haven't we seen them? Why haven't they seen us? And last week or last time we were on the show, we talked about different solutions to this uh, right paradox. Um, we've got some actual. So someone put math behind it. What, yeah, someone put math behind it. So tell so, us some more, Nick. All right. Tell you. So now that we done did befuddled and perplexed our audience <laughs> with Fermi's paradox left them wanting with 11 of many possible solutions. Now we can look at this from a mathematical standpoint. Mathem mathematical. Mathematical. Right. So uh, Fermi paradoxed in 1950. And come around 1960... Wait, wait, can you do that? Can you paradox sure. somebody? You fuck that guy just paradoxed me. What the <laughs> Who the f It's like when you go to the beach and there are two docks. Oh, you a paradox. Or you know, you got <laughs> I'll give it to you. That's a good one. That's a paradox. Oh, that was a good one. All right. <laughs> that right. one wasn't even in the notes. That was top of my head. That was on the fly. On the fucking fly, top dude. Top of my head, y'all. Alright, so in nineteen sixty one, Frank Drake, not Frank Castle, as we were just talking about the Punisher, Frank Drake. He devised... Which is a pretty fucking sweet name. Frank Drake, Drake. right? Frank yeah. Drake. Frank Drake. I mean, Two that's, first names are like always needs, awesome. He, he needs a star in like a 
70s cop drama TV show. Who would be his partner? Drake and... Josh. No. God damn it. <laughs> BTW, on a, on a side note, I've met that kid once. Um, back when I... Uh, Drake Drake Bell, or Josh? Drake Bell, the, the redhead. The cute one, right? He's so, well, I he's guess. So, right. he's if so, you're into that sort of thing. He's so dreamy. He's a, yeah. He's into that. <laughs> uh, anyways, I was in this band um, that I had started, and we were jamming at a local rehearsal studio, and they had these little triangular windows or diamond-shaped windows, and um, we were practicing. This this head pops up through it a couple times, and he comes in, um, and talks to us. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got. He gives us a flyer, and it's like Drake twenty four seven or what the name of the band was, where he just a heart throb, right? No idea. You shouldn't. No one should. <laughs> um, he then um, tells us we should go to his show and whatever. And then later, watching the Amanda show, Drake Bell pops up. And I don't know why I'm watching the Amanda show. And I'm, I'm probably six or 16 or 17 at the time. Yeah, I, I may fine. have been a little that's too fair. old for the Amanda show at that time. But Drake Bell, uh, uh, Amanda, uh, Bynes Amanda Bynes had her own, had her own uh, oh, Nickelodeon okay. sitcom show. Not sitcom, but a sketch comedy mm-hmm. show thing. Oh, God, that had to have been... Stellar. I can't remember it, a thing of it, it except it wasn't good. Was it better than all that? No, it was terrible. All that was watchable, at least in my opinion, right? Because I was yeah. in I don't that have any age gave us welcome to the good burger, home of the good burger. Can I take your order, dude? Well, that that elevated Keenan Thompson all the way to SNL, who's yeah. like Tim right. fucking Meadows. Yeah, like 20 man. years going on fucking SNL right now. Is Tim Meadows still on there? No, no, no. Oh, but he's like the Tim Meadows. Oh, remember, like okay. in the he's 90s, like... Tim Meadows was on for like 20 years dude, or some yeah. shit. Tim Meadows was on SNL before SNL existed. He's been on that show so fucking. He's not long. even the token black guy, but he does a bunch of stuff. He does uh, like the Steve Harvey, and he always just gets fucking pissed off at like, or not pissed off, but just disappointed by everybody's answer when they talk about sex. And he looks at the camera all befuddled, like, I can't believe you just oh. talked about sex. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Anyways, right, we, we so, were talking about Frank Drake. Sorry. Yeah. So Frank Drake. <clears throat> Drake Bell. Look him up, you guys. Heartthrob. So he devised an equation to stimulate. That's right. Stimulate. stimulate. Uh, I don't know what's with that weird little hissing noise. Yeah. Stimulate scientific dialogue at the first scientific meeting on the search for intelligent extraterrestrial life, which is abbreviated as SETI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Search for that- extraterrestrial uh, intelligence, right? Yeah. Well, okay, but they <laughs> said search for intelligent extraterrestrial life parentheses SETI. I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't fucking. Oh, it might that. be institute. It might be the search for extraterrestrial institutions. Institute. Yeah. Oh, institute. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, Jesus, so, my friend. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Uh, his equation summarizes the main concepts which scientists must contemplate when considering the question of other radio communicative life. Like this, he's specifically looking for those that have developed technologically enough to send radio signals out, like we're wait, doing wait, now. He's looking for that, or he's that's, talking that's, about that's his parameter. That's what he the equation. That's what about. he wants to search yeah. for. He wants to prove like, that there are other uh, someone else is sending up there sending some sort of radio signals out. That like they're we are. advanced enough that they've created radio. Yes. Okay. And that's important because once we get into all the specific parameters of the equation. That's the thing that he's talking about. Well, radio's pretty fucking amazing. Right. I mean... Right. So... Shit. He... uh, So he's looking specifically for ones that have come up with radio... Like, not ones that are doing interstellar travel, not the ones that are visiting us, not the ones that are colonizing other planets, just ones that are able to... Have come far enough to send out radio. As basic as radio. Yes. They could have, have, uh, like us, in... uh, 
the 1980s or whenever we came up with it. Uh, well, radio. 1980s. Radio's been around for a long time, but what's how long we've been able to send that out into space is a Jackie different story. Jackie Lynn in the hizzy. Jackie Lynn coming in. Right? Um, go ahead. I was saying radio we've had for a long time, but sending it into space is a different story. Well, I mean, no, as long as we've had, had it, it, it's, it's been, been going. Yeah, because goes, once goes, that goes. signal is created, it, there's nothing, nothing really Oh, this is how funny it, is sure. this? Okay. I, I want to look up how long has radio been around. The first thing that pops up is how long has Radiohead been a band? <laughs> okay. Since radio started. We can start. We can see <laughs> okay. the Google al- algorithm there. Um, I'm, uh, go ahead. I wanna, I'm going to chime okay. in with the, right. with the time that uh, the... So anyway, they, they got he this. wants to find what we need to look at to find only the civilizations that have come as far as radio. So basically, it's a probabilistic argument, like uh, probabilities, mm-hmm. that could be used to estimate the number of active, communicative, extraterrestrial civilizations in our galaxy. Okay. Right. 1888, so, by the way. Is radio. 1888. So over 100 years, we've been... Elvis Costello, radio, radio. <laughs> Okay, so what were you saying there a second ago? Ah, Jesus Christ, man. Sorry, I would make... Would somebody listening call in and tell us what I just fucking said? God yeah, sakes. Oh, by the way, yeah. Are so you the host? I'm working on it. You got that number <laughs> on the screen? I've got it up. I've got it up. Give Anybody us a call. out there listening to this on Facebook, okay. just give us a call on that number. All right, so when he first brought this up at, at uh, this, this seminar, it was met with criticism, not for the equation itself. They like the equation itself, but for the fact that a lot of the estimated values in it are uh, completely by conjecture, very conjectural. Uh, so much uncertainty that you can't really draw any firm conclusions. It's like just estimations. Well, so, yeah, how can you prove any of this shit? You can't. You can't. So it's all just theory and... Right. It's doing the best with what we got, which is jack shit. Uh. So what exactly is it? What is this super, albeit hated, equation? Tell me more. Now, I, did, you make the, did you make a graphic to pop up? Uh, I did, no? yeah. Are we ready for it? Yes. Here is... What are you doing now? God damn I was going to get ready to write down stuff, right? Motherfuckers. Okay, stop. Why don't you stop your cursing on this Christian show? <laughs> this first Christian of all. show, yeah. When that's... we talk about okay, Jesus, so... you should not be the, you know... You get in my face with You're talking the formulas, right? Is that yeah. What you're, yeah. The actual, or, I mean, oh, the... no, the actual equation. Oh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. equation proper. Equation proper. So we're going to talk about this cool The equation, equation is N equals... R times FP times NE times FL times FI times FC Jesus times capital L equals oh no N. equals N yeah mm-hmm. so that's our equation. What is this? All, what does this all stand equation. for? Yeah, it's a super simple equation. Math. Um, okay, so what it stands for? N, our our number, our this is our our goal. Number of number of broadcasting yeah. broadcasting civilizations, nice. specifically what we're looking for. Yes. Okay. So first on the other side of the equal sign is R. That's the average rate of the formation of suitable stars per year. In How the Milky many stars Way. do get created a year? Do we know that? We don't know. There are estimates on that, but this not only stars but suitable. Suitable that would have the right kind of planets well, how that would we, have life. How would we estimate that? That's um, where they would fall in, like we'll where get into they that. are in relation, like how close how they close are, how close it is, okay. how big the star is, what its fusion rate is, what you know, right? A lot of things on that. So yeah. that's what R is. That's why it's our first one, and they get more specific as we go on. So we start just general fucking 
how many stars are there per year. Next, the uh, FP is the fraction of stars that can form planets. So FP, fraction, planets, right? Got it? Good? Everybody? Fraction? Yes. So of these star, of R is how many stars per year. FP is the, what fraction of those stars can form planets. Interesting. Okay. Next comes NE, and okay. that's the number of habitable planets per star. So now we've gone from general stars to those that can do planets, and then of those planets, which ones can be habitable? Okay. Now, F habitable, 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 In right. habitable. habitable. Next is FL. That's the fraction of those habitable planets where life emerges. Life fraction, life FL. Okay. After that is FI. That's where those with life have intelligence, because you can have life. You can be single-celled or whatever. That's still technically life. Now, where is it where they get intelligent? After the intelligent ones is FC. That's the uh, fraction of planets with this intelligent the radio life here. capable of communication. Okay, that's yes. radio. So they Last, have to have radio. Lastly is L, and that's lifespan. The years a civilization remains detectable. Okay. Detectable and life, um, like uh, climate change. Perfect. Not, no. No? Okay, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Not a, sorry. Like... Uh, well, first, if you if we send a radio signal out, how long is it before anyone's even going to receive it out in the Milky Way? First off, but secondly, how long are we going to be around to sending their, them? Oh, how long are we going to keep making them? Right until we so, kill ourselves. So I, mean, I imagine can, radio signals would be one of the last things we're emitting. Right, but how long can we be detectable? Is what that is. Mm -hmm. So somebody okay. Else. So there's there's. You. Our that's our equation, and that's what each one generally stands for. Now we're going to go through those one by one. And kind of talk, uh, not at length, but a bit. Right, um, just to break it down a little bit right. more. Because just by that, that was just, wording, that's Right, that's right, right. <laughs> that's just kind of letting you know what they all stand for. So right. now I went, for this part of it, I went to Wikipedia, the most trusted source. God damn it, hell yes. To it's find a bad source, right? To find um, the It's always a good place the, to start. The original Drake equation. All right, so the following numbers were used in the original formulation. When he made it. Yes. Okay. And this is the OGDE. Okay, so this is his his numbers? His his numbers, Drake's numbers. Okay. Go ahead. So for R, the rate of formation of suitable stars, he had 10. He believed there would be 10 new stars, stars born every a year. year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just like 10 stars, and that's not even like 10 times 8 to the just 10. No, 10 started every year. Okay. 10 new ones per year. Next for FP, stars that form planets, he thinks 0.5. So half, so half, of those, half of those, half new of those new stars will form planets. Will form planets. Okay, well, sure. So that'd be five, five a year forming planets. Okay, next um, well, for the habitable. I thought he was going to correct me. In. Uh, two. So, so of, of those, those five, of those five, two of those will be ha uh, habitable, as yes. you'd say. Why are you saying it that way? Um, and then, or life? no, the, the the two would mean. Two habitable planets, right? Two per star. He thinks there will be two planets per star. Yeah, that will be there, and then of two that, of the eight new stars will, will have. No, two of the five. Will have two stars that have planets. Well, so this is each each planet will have, or each star each, will have two at least. There will two. be two planets per star that can form planets. Heard. Two habitable, habitable. 
All right, don't talk to me like that. I'll All talk right. to you however. Doom, doom. How All right, dare so you then talk to me like that. I'm not I thought you were going to hit the thing. Okay. <laughs> How dare you talk there to me like is. that? There it is. All right. Okay, so then of those, he believes for the fraction that have life, he has a one. So he thinks one of each of, like, basically he, every single planet, sounds like he's, he's one uh, for one. Every single one of those planets. Safe. Every single one of those planets is going to have life. Okay. Yeah, that's playing it very safe. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's saying, not at all. Saying that's, every one of those is going to have life? That's not playing it safe at all. That's like really... Like, there's no way that every single planet's going to have okay, life. Okay, so what is he being unsafe He's then? super optimistic, apparently. Oh, okay. Hold up a second. No, this is a fraction. So yeah, there are... He's saying yeah, but when it's all a, of them, right? Right. That's now, this, what you have up there is a newer one. That's not his number. I'm not looking at the numbers there. Yeah. I'm just seeing that fractions. Yeah. That's what FL, the fraction of them. So he's saying all one. of those all two of those planets... Will uh, have life. We'll have life. All right. Yes. Intelligent life. Uh, no, just life. Well, I'm moving on to the next right. one. Right. So that life. intelligent life, he has a point zero one. So out, he thinks one out of every hundred of those will have intelligent life. Oh, One percent of those. Okay. Yeah, because he is at a hundredth. So a hundredth of those planets mm -hmm. will form life. So the fraction of communication would be how much? He has, again, point zero one. So of those... Zero one. Okay. Of those very, few very. that formed intelligent life, even fewer of those, one out of every hundred of those, will be able to communicate. And then, I want to try to guess on this life one, okay? So we've got uh, um, detectable life is what uh, we... Yes, how long, how long will a civilization remain detectable? Now, does this, is this uh, based on years? Yes. Or? Yes. I mean, you don't have to try to guess his numbers because we're going to be making so up this our is own. A good, it's got to be a pretty big number then, right? Not necessarily. He, he we've, so. Well, we've only the been producing... Of, the author of this chart we're looking at here did not. He thought it was 500. But so, like you said, we're only 120 years into producing radio waves, so... Right, so we're already a fifth of the way through so our he, lifespan there. Yeah. All right, so uh, Drake is using our own model as, as it? What's he using then? Uh, he just... Thought uh, how long he thought numbers. like how long he thought like fifteen hundred years he has he has ten thousand oh wow oh, shit yeah. that's not he thinks <laughs> ten thousand years is a good so if you plug all these numbers into sure yeah you this thing that we're going stuff. to be doing on the show today you get a value of ten 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 broadcasting and equals ten in Drake's original equation yes he thinks there are ten broadcasting civilizations in our galaxy and mm, that's kind of exciting. But think about it, I, there, there could be 10, ga 10 well, well... there easily could be, but, but... But it's that vast. They would just need the, the time for the radio waves to cross our sure, galaxy. exactly, because what, what is the speed of sound in the vacuum 186, space? 186,000 miles per second, roughly, per second, something like that. All right. Very fast. How far from here to the next solar system? Oh, I could not tell you that. <laughs> All right. 93 okay. million miles to the sun. <laughs> You must be kidding, aren't you? So it would take a very long time for radio signal to reach the sun, much less another part of the galaxy. Uh, it would take about eight minutes. That's about how long light takes the sun to reach us. Right. Okay. Radio waves are light waves. Travel at the speed of light. Really? Yeah. I thought sound was slower. Light or sound? Like radio sound, right? Radio no, waves. radio waves are light. Light waves? Mm -hmm. See how smart I am? They're on the infrared wavelength oh snap right. the infrared spectrum <laughs> okay i believe yeah i believe they're higher infrared. i love the new are you saying infrared i'm infrared <laughs> foreman 
All right, go ahead. Okay, so now talking about these more in depth. So I wanted to come up with our own numbers. Okay. So uh, we can we each make our own in. make our own equation here. All right. So this because we talked the, about Drake's the EM EX pods. Well, are we going to each do our own? So we'll have three different equations here. We'll have a Lowe's, a Nick, and a Brandon. Okay, sure. I'll do my own here. All right. Okay. So, again, first we have the R. The rate the of new stars a stars, year. Stars, right. So, to get more specific about this, the estimates for the number of stars in the Milky Way range from a low 100 billion up to 400 billion. So the estimates for the age of the Milky Way vary from a low of 800 million years to a high of 13 billion years. Million to billion? Yes. Okay. So if you take the lowest star count and the oldest age, take those two extremes. Okay. You get an average rate of star formation of about 7.7 new stars every year. A That's year. it? If you take the lowest amount... We mm -hmm. think and the, the lowest age, meaning the like that. So that'd be like thirteen the slowest. bill to a hundred bill, a uh, hundred billion right. stars to the. That would give you the lowest amount of new stars every year, right? Mm -hmm. The fewest amount of stars, longest time possible, right? So you can get a low of seven point seven. Now, if you take highest number of stars and youngest age of the universe, you get an average rate of five hundred stars per year. I still have, I, I just, before this, I always thought stars were just being churned out left and right, just all the time. And Man. that most of them die, you know, soon after they're formed, never like become a full star, just but like they're constantly blip. being formed. Yeah. So I, I guess that's not the case. Things got to huh? come together. Well, this is, again, just in, in our Milky Way. So universally speaking. Yeah. All right. Possibly. So come up with okay, your so answer now. Now, an important thing to think about this is the rate is not constant over time. A younger galaxy would form stars much faster. Mm -hmm. Obviously, as it ages, everything spreads out, so things aren't mixing together enough to start the fusion process to form a star. So today, estimates for overall star formation, they're thinking 5 to 20. That's what we're thinking is happening every year now. Uh, another thing to consider is that not all stars are the same. That's why we were saying suitable stars. Some will not be suitable. Some will have... Um, Damn, I lost my spot. Some will be too big, mm -hmm. or uh, they won't have the right chemical composition, or the ha habitable zone will be too small, like it'll be too close. Um, so there's just variations of the Drake equation. Um, some of them actually put yet another thing in here to account for the difference in star types. Uh, also, you need to think about how long the star lives. Our sun, we think, has about a 10 billion lifespan. 10 billion year lifespan, uh, but it, it needs to have a good enough lifespan and it needs to have a good fusion process that can give... And stable, too. Yes, stability, and it needs to warm the planets but not cook them, mm -hmm. right? So there's a lot to take into consideration when you're thinking of the rate of suitable stars formed every year as opposed to just stars. Okay. Should we give so our, let's our, give our, our number R's. now? Let's give our R's. All right. I, you know, at first, uh, when I heard the 500 a year, I decided to go with 420. And then we heard a little bit more. See, that's why I wanted to get into each one specifically. Like and that. I think um, I'm going to go with good old fucking Magic Jordan's number, 23. Going 23. Yeah. You're going 23. I'm going, I still, I don't know. I, I, a part of me wants to just say like 10,000. But. Right. But <laughs> you also think. 
we are still talking about the Milky Way. So even if only sure. even if only one star or one suitable star forms a year, there are still billions of them that exist. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to go 150. 150 stars? 150. 150 you stars. You're on your number there? Stars a year. Yeah, I'm plugging it all in. Right, I'll man. do my own. All right, good. I mean, I'm plugging them all in. I don't know why you're writing them. Plug it in. Yeah, he's doing all of them. All right, good. But you can keep, you can keep track of them. All right, so Nick, what did you, what um, did you have? I was going a lot, a lot more conservative on my estimates of how many new suitable stars are formed every year. Suitable stars. Yes. I thought this was just the rate of stars. Suitable stars. Okay. Uh, so rate of stars which can form planets. Uh, well, that's kind of the next one, but well, I guess rate of stars capable of, right? Okay. So I was gonna go like I don't know that I want to go ten like he says. I was gonna do like five. Mm-hmm. Like really low, because I don't think that there are mat- that many new stars made every year that can that can do that. And he's a he's an astrophysicist over here. All right, so we're gonna do fraction. I am. I went to many years of school. Of schooling, and schooling on the uh, the YouTube's. You yeah. got your YouTube. Degree? Okay, so you got. So we're gonna go. Are we fraction someone writing this down? Or are we not writing this down? I, I'm he's putting them into the thing. Oh, okay. You you got ten for all three different people. Yep. Okay. All right, so we got fraction so of planets. I went five. Five, gotcha. All right, so next, yes, the fraction of planets. Now, at the time, remember Drake has 0.5 here, right? He thought half of these, yeah. half mm-hmm. of his half stars. Of so at the time, the only planets known were the ones in our system. Mm-hmm. Those are the only planets known about. Since then, approximately 200 extrasolar planets have been discovered. Thanks so now to Kepler. And, right, yeah. so now... Mm-hmm. The whole, like, when he came up with this, we didn't know of many. Now we know, okay, planets are a hell of a lot more common. Right. So, also, um, there was a thought at his time that only single star systems could have planets. That binary weren't uh, right. they weren't thought capable it, they of thought you wouldn't life? Be, you wouldn't be able to have, like, a solid orbit enough to have... I mean, you look at stable conditions. The planet Luke Skywalker grew up on. That was a binary right. system. Well, I actually wrote a joke in here about that, so thanks for fucking that up. No, go for it. I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> well, you're later after I get in. God right, damn. Go for it. No, um, so. Also, that's just science fiction, man. Come on. So happened. Oh, this a lot of it's okay. rooted okay, so, in, in fact. So they were thinking that that was. A, so then now we have been shown, theoretically, of course, but we have been shown that multi star systems can potentially have planets. Thus, your Star Wars mm. dual sunset thing. Yeah. Um, so, for example, planet if a planet orbits one of the stars at a distance of X... And it ca- gets captured in another orbit. It can have a stable orbit here if the other star is 5X away. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, if the two stars have a distance of X, just sitting here like big old balls, then planets can orbit the both of them at a distance of 5X. Mm-hmm. So you can still have a stable orbit and planetary existence in multi-star systems. Yeah. So that can so, so that also increases the number of potential planets out there from what Fermi thought. Okay. Um, so uh, so now we need to think what fraction of whatever planets or stars we came up with in the last one. Um, they think now the estimate, general estimate, ranges from 5% to 90%. So not a Five lot of Five to 90%. <laughs> All yeah. right. Science. So basically, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Uh, is the general thought. Yeah. <laughs> so, it almost likely never, never happens. 
So now we've got to think of these stars, which of them are forming planets of these suitable stars. So just because a star maybe has the right conditions to form planets doesn't mean it necessarily will, unless you want to say one here in which every single star is going to form a planet. Right. All right. So, Los, what you got? Well, I'm going to play it safe because I went <clears throat> so high in the rate of new stars. Um, now it becomes a game here for me. Uh, uh, I'm going to go <laughs> now with... i got to try to catch up. <laughs> I'm going to say only 15% of those planets, of those 23 um, stars, will form planets. Okay, so planets. I need 15% into decimal. I'm Point one 0.15. 0.15. <laughs> Doi. Just move Mr. it over. Mr. Substitute Teacher. Yeah. All right, what do you think, bud? Me? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm sticking with... Drake's. Yeah, I think I'm going. I'm, I don't agree with him much on this, but I think I think because I I only had two stars. Okay. No, I had five. Jesus fuck, I don't even remember. So you're saying I'm, half of those stars, I'm, two I'm, and a half of those uh, stars sure. will, will form a planet. Okay. I'm gonna go point oh six two five. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Six two five. Oh six. Point oh six. Okay. Shit. He's going not. He doesn't think very many of them are going to have planets. <laughs> All right. So um, next is out of these uh, out of these that form planets. Then we have how many of those planets that have formed can be habitable, habitable. as in like have an atmosphere and habitable. and whatnot. Okay. Those what you got? Well, you have well, any hang on. on. Let me give the, let me give the spiel. Oh, okay, we yeah. got a spiel. All right. So Drake was very optimistic with a two, meaning that he thinks there will be two um, planets or two. Earth-like, I guess. Mm-hmm. Planets per star. So uh, a couple of things to consider on this one. Are the chemical compositions of the star and the size of the, the zone, right? Because if the chemicals don't... Uh, sorry, to give us liquid water. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if we the can't chemicals, live on liquid methane. All right, if the chemicals aren't right to give us water or the zones, you know, then we don't get liquid, we'll get steam or ice, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, the second thing to consider is our idea of habitable may be too restrictive does life require an earth-like planet that is, that's the case of like life as we know it versus life as we don't know mm-hmm. it but from a biochemical standpoint we can't really imagine life without liquid water so that's sort of what we go with sure that's, that's our staple right so right so you know again if you choose if you say one here then you think every star with planets has one earth-like planet okay um, for me, um, I want to do the math here because I'm going to say only an eighth of those planets are going to form. I'm going based off our own solar system uh, out of eight planets, including Pluto, motherfuckers. Uh, so only out of nine. Uh, so, yeah. Am I already nine. that brainwashed that I'm saying yeah. eight you already? You said eight and you're like, I'm counting Pluto. Mother- <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm kind of, I'm counting Pluto. So I'm going to, it's, it's just bumped up to one nine, um, one ninth. So I need to figure that out. So oh, that'll be fun. How do you do that? <laughs> Divided by nine, eleven percent. Point one one. Um. So yeah, so I think only one ninth of those planets of the one uh, point fifteen will be a habitable planet, just like ours. So okay. I'm, I'm using our solar system as a as a. You know, the guideline. I wasn't gonna think of that, but that's it. For each star, you know, should have well, let's say one to let's say one to you well, know nine uh, other things that have got caught captured in its mm-hmm. orbit. Because all it does, it needs to sit there and go where it's going. Something is flying by it, gets caught up in that orbit, and then just gets stuck in that orbit. Mm-hmm. 
um, or the uh, the gravity rather. And if it's something like like gas, I mean, it could be it's limited by the amount of gas that it all collects that's in there. All right. You know. What do you um, think there, Nick? So I. Uh, what I have, well, I had 0.5 last time along with we're him. At, we're at 49 minutes, FYI. Uh, Drake had two on this, right? Um, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 0.75 on this. Dude, so uh, three quarters of the planets. Of the stars that can form planets. So every star that has planets around it, I think three quarters will have at least so one. So let's, let's, not, let's one. not have to backtrack what we say each time because uh, you can just say straight up a quarter of those planets. Three quarters of these. Yeah, right. Three quarters of these. We're building it up. Yeah, so you yeah. don't have to keep backtracking each one that we say. Like a, a ninth of Three quarters of these systems that have planets will have one mm-hmm. habitable planet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Brandon? I'm going to keep it uh, right at half. He's going me, half of those 50%. planets. All right. You guys, are, you guys are, I think you're giving a lot of credit. You know? Mayhap. All right. Next is FL. The fraction of life form. So now that we've got the good, the Earth planets, how many of those will actually get life? Now, this one's hard mm. because we only have one example of life. And that's us. Right. So, I mean, we don't know how easy or hard it is for life to start. Here's what we do know. Earth is around four and a half billion years old. The bombardment and pummeling of debris left over from the birth of the solar system ended about 3.8 billion years ago. The oldest known sedimentary rocks and deposits found in northwest Australia are about 3.5 to 3.8 billion years old, so right about the time the pummeling ended. The oldest known fossil evidence of life is a cyanobacteria found in those exact deposits 3.5 billion years old. Okay. So life came about really quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but again, is it because of these conditions or was it these conditions needed for life to start? You know, did life start in like what came for chicken or the egg kind of kind thing? Kind of, sort of like, okay. so that's why, all right. That's why our exploration of Mars is so important. Like if we can find any evidence of life past or current there, mm-hmm. then that would like really not only change our perception, but answer a hell of a lot of questions about what is necessary for life life to exist because yeah we only have one example of it yeah and that's us so so far we don't have that mm-hmm. so um all we got is is us to base it off of and, and we know they came about really quickly here mm-hmm. sure absolutely so, um the value oh yeah same old thing like so i'm gonna go ahead and jump in there so i'm with drake on this one because i've uh covered myself in habitable planets Saying that there's one per, um, or one per nine uh, planets. I'm gonna say there's a of those planets that are habitable. Uh, one of them. Well, one of them will be inhabited. It'll be all of them, which is one of well, them. Each per, one of those per. Right. right. Okay, so I'm gonna go with one. So yeah, one is all of them. So that's the right. highest you. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm. Getting. I mean, you could go two. Could you? No. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go one also. Like, I think that a life of some form, even if it's just a bacteria or something. Yeah, a plant. It's, it's pretty pretty um, open, single right? Single-cell yeah. organism? I'm right. Gonna, uh, sure. I'm going to keep I it like, like it. point... If well, it, I'm going to give it a point eight. He's going just, point uh, eight. Yeah, because it's... Eh, I mean, I, I see that it might be any sort of life yet, but there's still going to be some hang-ups. And, and it... One thing to point out to people listening, like, we are being pretty conservative with our numbers. So just to find out at the end, you know, as conservative as we're being every single step along the way. Oh, I see, yeah. 
be like, we'll still end up with 20 civilizations somewhere in the galaxy. I don't know. It's going to be cool to see what yeah. we end up with. Sure. All right. Next, we have F.I. Fee, which is a half step Iron. below Fa, if you do oh, soul fedge systems. <laughs> it's a flatted Fa. It's a flatted Fa? All right. Fee Fa. See, Do, Re, Fee Fa. Anyway. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, all right. So we got our stars. We got stars have planets. Planets have life. That's all fucking good. Great. Now, how likely is it that it's intelligent? Again, we only have one example. Millions and millions of species have existed, but only one has evolved to the level of smartitude to develop technology. Okay, so where, where does it draw the line at intelligence? Just this is where tools? we... No, this is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say that, yeah. Becoming, okay. in, becoming intelligent else, yeah. or maybe s- sentient. Would you consider a cat intelligent? Yeah. I mean, as far as the Somewhat. overarching definition of life is concerned. I mean, I was learn. about to say communicative, but that's the next one. Like, so. I'm smarter than this, but this thing has, like, batteries, you know? Just kidding. What are the... You guys don't watch Trailer Park Boys. Why do I make those jokes if you guys don't watch Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> All right, go ahead. I've totally watched it. Okay, so we exam- have our one it. example. Um, so only one species of the millions has come to the point where it can, like, develop, like, technology, uh, languages, mm-hmm. you know, civilizations, things yeah. like that. So maybe that can be our barrier. Like, we can... So how many other... Even if it's still like third world uh, bush tribes people, they're still like forming society. Right. Oh yeah, they're definitely intelligent people. Right. So maybe, I mean, that could be our line or it could just simply be animals. I don't know. However you want it, but just just intelligence at whatever you do. Um, So um, another thing to think of here, simple life, immediate. Like almost right after 3.8 billion years was when the pummeling stopped. 3.8. 0.5 0.5 billion years there was a proof of life so mm-hmm. that's pretty quick yeah but complex life took fucking forever right it's got to build and up so, to it well yeah right. first of all like G- like jesus had to come around god yeah. had to be there and then god had to create us i mean that took that didn't that wasn't just a day it didn't seven actually yeah it took seven days well he rested one of them yeah so, he was so it took six days <laughs> yeah he took, he <laughs> makes you wonder Sunday what off. he did with that with that day off though sat and watched know? and drank some oklahoma sitting under the tree of knowledge <laughs> yeah hayden figs and just shit. <laughs> spanking life out into the world <laughs> hey there's some uh some religions that believe that btw for all the listeners we got to meet uh dr richard carrier a couple weeks back uh, nick and i and matt who uh did our episode, episode with us yeah well, we did our uh, it's our famed episode the historicity of jesus we got some uh, facetime with him in person we got some really good time he he spent most of the time kind of leaning like oh yeah talking there, to us. when we got there he was talking to like four people yeah like they were just huddling around he had a stack of his books on the table and we sat down and dude it was mostly our facetime he could have like talked to some of these they tried to chime in a couple times we answered their questions <laughs> back to richard right back. yeah and he was all about and we had just done the fermi episode so he was like all about that oh yeah they, they were like what kind of show do you do we're like oh we just yeah. uh, we just covered the fermi and he's like here's what i think the answer is here's what i think about this one here's what I think. oh he yeah was, like richard all fucking excited about you got, you got audio on this no, no we didn't record audio. why didn't you bring your thingamabobber uh you know i didn't think i thought of it but then i thought yeah, oh, come on, I'm going to be working. All right, so let's get on. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, Drake said 1%. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, 2%, 2% of those, yep. uh, of those li- uh, fractions of planets that have formed life uh, will have and, intelligence. And Nick, you said 1%. I'm going to say correct? 1%. Yep. I'm going to keep, oh, God, I'm just going to say 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. 5
plug that in there. All right, sweet. On to the next one. Finally, you're... Usually you've been undercutting everybody. Like now you're being what did more. You vote? more <laughs> what did you get? I did uh, did five percent. Five percent on that's that one. That's pretty fucking high, man. All right. So now out of Optimus. now we got FC communication. Communication. Now that we got them, they're smart aliens. Maybe they can build even form civilizations. But can they invent the radio? Do they have their own Morse or Edison? We don't know. So Drake here thought that one out of every hundred. I'm sorry. I'm looking at this. And I don't think what we're doing is correct here, but we're saying um, we're it, the the last number go, uh, flicks with the last number or applies to the last uh, number here. Um, I think it's overall, um, just no. in general, right? No, no it's a mathematical equation. But you can't time something based on the last thing. So, like, if you were to say two of these by the planets, order of operations, you do right. Well, it's all just, it's all times. So you yeah, you just work it all the way down. The order of operations doesn't even come into play. So the rate of new stars times, and then you times go, FP, and, and you get that answer, and you times that by NE, and then you times that answer by FL, and then you times that by FI, and you times that by FC, and then you times that by L, and then you, you get, get N. But I think when you say like the the fraction of capable interstellar communication, that applies to the rate of new stars, doesn't it? No, that applies to the number of intelligence. intelligence. Uh, well, you know, if you guys if, if you guys agree with me, go ahead and dial in. I'm sure you're not going <laughs> to dial in, but go ahead and okay, uh, go so, ahead. So, yeah, how many can invent or uh, got to some form of radio communication? Because that's specifically what Drake was looking yeah. for. Well, I think at this point, if they've gotten to where they've gotten, you know, intelligence, you know, that they're getting, that's it's going to be a hundred percent. Yeah, it's going to be a hundred percent. Well, he thought. Again, See, that's where I'm at right here because again, if he you thought were to one say, out of every hundred. What's that? Drake again was at point zero one here. He thought one out of every hundred. Of one out of every hundred. One out of every hundred that has intelligence is going to invent radio communication or some form of interstellar mm -hmm. radio wave communication. Yeah. Okay. All so right. He's at one I'm out of a hundred. Sure. So that would still be one percent, though. One out of a hundred is a hundred percent. I mean, uh, one percent. Yeah. All right. So I want to go ahead and go with uh, two percent again, since I'm going to go one more than uh, Drake. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Drake, because I've been sticking with Drake. You I like that hotline bling. Hotline bling. All right, what do you got, Brandon? Uh, let's see. And also, you, I just want to see how big the number will be if you like aim low on this whole fucking thing. How big of a number you end up with still. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm going with, uh, I guess it would be one. I'm going to say 100%. Because if they've already gotten to the point where they've got intelligent life, they're going to create communication. See, this is where I'm, this is where I'm conflicted in this whole equation. When you're saying... When you're saying that 100% of them, you, that's applying to the last one. And that yes. totally fucks up with what we're saying here. Like what I'll say. So point How? That's exactly what we're saying here. Okay, so, all right. Maybe I'm fucking up. Call in if I'm fucked up. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, did we go with, okay, so we're detection of life. So of Not the detection. We're at Hang on, Nick, what years? did you get on this previous one? I went with uh, 1%, 1%. Yeah, he's going with Drake. So senior. that's radio. Now we're going with... Uh, so now how long... Years, mm -hmm. years, years. This is before years. it's detected. No, the years it will remain detectable. So remain the years that we are a, uh, that we are a civilization. So we this are. is the one that turns the equation from a rate into a number. Again, we are the only intelligent civilization that we know of. Mm -hmm. Where all we've got is an example. We have no idea how long we will be detectable, even. So we can't really. We have no fucking idea. This is this is all complete conjecture, and the uh, example here where I found out that you can make your own. 
they gave their example, and they think 500 years, whereas Dr. Drake, that's funny because that was my pediatrician when I was a kid, thought 10,000 years. 10,000 years they would be. Well, I mean, we're still in the very early stages of radio. Correct. But we're also, we're very constantly on the edge of destroying ourselves, too. So, <laughs> I mean, that's what they're trying <laughs> to Which tell you. Which was another you. part of one of the answers to the Fermi Paradox, is how long will a civilization be around before it just fucking kills itself? Like, yeah. the lifespan of the civilization was mm-hmm. one of the reasons we haven't been contacted yet. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I think song? I have a good answer here. Now, I thought about this long and hard. Um, long and hard. Boing. Um, <laughs> detection of life. 10,000 years seems too low for me. Well, if a civilization keeps its shit together, it can stick around... I know our civilization nauseum, itself really. has been around for a while, but not close to communication, a like not interstellar communication capable civilization. So far, that's been what did we say, a hundred and hundred and almost what? forty years. Yeah, twenty thirty years, something like that. It's uh, yeah. So as long as we're producing radio waves in this, like it's it applies in this instance. And how long will that last? That's that's the question, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, you look back at other civilizations, they didn't last long. Um, they didn't have electricity like us. Uh, we are pioneers no, in that. We, we're constantly increasing our life expectancy. We live a lot longer so now. So first, I said 5,000. Uh, second, I said 50,000. I scratched that. I said, fuck that, 50,000. Why'd you scratch it out? You could have just added another zero. Uh, you're right. Well, I, I scratched <laughs> it out before I thought of 50,000, okay? <laughs> Um, you're right though. No, because I put commas and that would have looked weird. Um, now I'm, I'm doing this on the fly. Um, so let's look at us. Let's look at my example because uh, I've already used us as an example. Uh, let's, well, when is our, when we, okay. You know what? 600 years. Stephen Hawking says that, uh, the sun will engulf the the earth. So in six hundred years, six hundred years, he says we should be looking Weird, for a new I place. We're to only live. like halfway through the ten billion year lifespan of the sun. Well, it's Stephen. Hey, I'm Stephen. Well, Hawking. I do know they say I it's going to expand. Of the sun it? doesn't mean it's well, not yeah, going it's, to grow into. So, okay, okay, so that's fair. Okay, so the, you're going to say six hundred. The earth well, will die. Well, that'd be seven hundred and thirty years. The earth will die. Hey, Harry. what did Stephen Hawking say when his computer broke? What did he say? Nothing. Because <laughs> he said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. <sighs> Um, we've already had 140. If you so, think, if well, you go, go with Stephen Hawking, that gives you 740 years. Seven, I'm going to go with 750. Let's go 750. 750. I'm going with 750 years. Um, I really want to lowball this one because I like, I like the idea of, of lowballing and seeing how, how it turns out. Then do it. Uh, but man, I don't like the idea of us dying in the next like couple hundred years. And it's future us problem. You won't, be, you won't be around then, <laughs> so it doesn't problem. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Let the grandkids worry about uh, that yeah. shit. What was the Drew Carey bit? We standing outside with an aerosol can. Screw the grandkids. I'm cold now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Drew Carey's not that funny. Uh, but that one joke was. That's, sure, okay. That's whatever you knee say. Knee slapper. Go fuck yourself, Los. Um, I'm going to go, would you, you said 750. I'll stick with five, like our random internet people. Five. Five hundreds. Five hundred five, years. Five Hamiltons. I'm going to go 8,500 years. Nice. Yeah. 8,500 years? I was just Not like, quite 10,000. I was just like, I don't want to think of us dying out soon. 500 years. Finally, <laughs> all right. So finally, we got to our conclusion of the Drake equation. So Okay. So all of this equals N. The, the, the number, number of, of broadcasting civilizations, as I understand it. Yes. And I watch on the TV. I have written here the number of intelligent civilizations that are currently broadcasting their presence to infinity and beyond. And beyond. 
All right, and the and results where? are in. And beyond. In the year Duh. 2000. <laughs> in the year 2000. All right. All right. I got gross. All right, I got the results. Uh, who's Los. going first? Los, you want to go first? Yes. All right. Uh, your in equals 2.1. Dude, that is that the number is, of communicable civilizations in our galaxy. I think that's, dude, that's. That's, that's pretty ex- good. That's exactly wow. what I wanted to be. Yeah. Nick. Two, <laughs> I wanted to be two civilizations. That's Nick, right. Nick, you are 9.4 You're up in, there. This, yeah, in this galaxy. Well, yeah, did. I'm right up there with Drake. I guess I did use yeah, a few you, of his yeah, numbers. Yeah, you did kind of. But I've, I totally changed the first few. Well, it depends on where you change them is where they're going to have a big right. impact. You know? Yeah, because the rate of new stars is a big one, dude. Mm-hmm. What did you I say? I know, I was... You said like five. Rate new of new stars. stars. You said five. That's yeah. why yeah. it was a ten. That's why yeah. it happened. Yeah. All right. So and then me and the hard hat uh, Mitchell. I got sixteen in our galaxy. Sixteen. Still, yeah, still kind of a small number. And you were lowballing most of the time. I did kind of. And kind the of winner of this week's. Well, well, well. Look at this. <laughs> <What? laughs> Shit face. All right. All right. You Edit were, point. You were going to win the golden jazz master, but you didn't. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Who? Save it for next time. You got the I win. Just whoever the has the highest number. Yeah. 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 All right. right. So anyway, like we got bowling. we got our answers. We got our answers. So anyway, do we want to do? I have a conclusion. Hit me yeah. up with the conclusion. Conclusion that I have, and if you want to give your final thoughts on this whole equation, um, while it does an excellent job, I think, at identifying what parameters and uh, considerations we need as far as or things we need to look at and take into consideration while uh, thinking of intelligent life. Go ahead. What the fuck are you doing? Sorry, that's stupid. Um, all right, so it does a good job of those things, and it gives like at least some semblance of structure to this paradoxical debate and search for extraterrestrial life. At least it tries to put something solid on it. There's still, it's just every single one of these is an unknown. Like there is absolutely no way to answer any one of these parameters. Well, it's exactly how I was and playing so this game. You know, it, you're it, basically it's just, guessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're making, you know, logical conclusions. Well, I definitely based mine off of our own solar system. Yeah. I based one and nine. I mean, that's all we have to go on off of. a solar system will create life. But what right, did you get out of it? You still got, just basing off of that, you still got, got 2.1 2. in our galaxy. Doesn't that give you a little bit of hope? Well, what's to say that there's not a star out there that maybe only has three planets around it, but one of them is habitable? Well, in this case, it wouldn't be habitable because I said the fraction of those planets uh, that would have life, oh, well, the fraction of them... Uh, Habitable would be only one-ninth of those planets. So if you only had three planets, one-ninth of those would be habitable. It wouldn't be habitable. No, 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 no. That one is the stars that form planets. This whole that equation's got me fucking going crazy. <laughs> I don't know what of the fuck. Of every star that could form planets around it, that percentage would have a habitable planet. Yes, that's what I'm trying to so say So a here. ninth of the stars would so have a of, habitable so planet. So out of 23 new uh, stars a year... Uh, 15% of those will create planets. Um, only one-ninth of those planets will Would create habitual, uh, habitual life because they have bad habits up there. Up in space? Yeah. yeah. Smoking, got, tobacco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got weed up there. They're it's always habitual. doing the pots, yeah. Yes. Anyways, uh, that's why I'm confused by this whole thing. It's like I think it should be done by the rate of stars. So a fraction of those planets. Um, so you go back How to stars. How are you going to... No, no, we're just gonna call it the Los equation. Just let them, yeah. let them, let them work on. Los it. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Use this and make up your own Los equation where we base it all off of stars. Yeah. So That's next right. week, yeah, Los equation. The Los equation. All right. <laughs>
And that yeah. was Into the Mystic. That was Into the Mystic. So uh, we only have a little bit of time left. Let's go flirting. That's right. Is it? So uh, we got some news here from uh, Flat Earth here. So, well, Those first of all, flirters, man. we're they going to stop. New tagline for flirthin. Uh, we're going to go flirthin, where the only thing Flat Earthers fear is sphere itself. Nice. Ah, uh, right. sphere. I like that. Sphere I like itself. that. Because it's a globe. You guys get ah, it? I thought it was an oblong spheroid. Well, it, it kind of ob- technically oblong is. spheroid. Ob- oblique. <laughs> You know, we bulge at the, it bulges at the middle. Uh, you, you know, know it happens. Thanksgiving did just life, happen, you know? so we are all bulging at the middle. All right, yeah. so listen For to this reasons. from the Washington Post. Usually from a video online is where I'm bulging from the middle. From. Mike Hughes is a 61-year-old limo driver and self-taught rocket builder. <laughs> he plans to fly a homemade rocket 1,800 feet above the Mojave Desert in Southern California. Claims Hughes his rocket will fly at 500 miles per hour. Hughes' goal is to eventually fly a rocket high enough to get photographic evidence that the Earth is flat. And flat Earth theorists like Hughes claim that the Earth is a disk and not a globe. Weird science, science, science. Oh, is there more to the story? Or? Many flat uh. earthers contend that NASA has doctored images of Earth from space. Which they have. But because the pole holes. they have they to plug the pole holes, you do have to plug the pole hole. Yeah, rapper Bob. You got to pay the troll toll if he you want to get ra- into this oh, pole hole. Bob. Yeah, we talked about him trying to raise money for uh, flat Earth research. Mm-hmm. Nashole's uh, astronauts were quick to respond. Tell him you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Here's a picture from the ISS, and guess what the flat Earth said? It's fucking CGI, motherfucker. I don't believe a word you're saying. <laughs> One word. Fish Islands. <laughs> Hughes uh, comp, uh, completed his first manned rocket flight in 2014. Um, he Did had, he break both of his legs? Uh, I don't. I don't in know. His first flight, his first attempt. You know, let's say he did. He broke both of his legs and his spine. Okay. This is not true. I don't know if this is true. Or no, not. he fucked. Like uh, he tried once and. No, like yeah, and it his, crashed and his his, his questionable parachutes. They, yeah, they the got the job done, but they, they didn't. They kept them stop alive him very well. Yeah, but he's talking about he. Okay, so so he wants to go 540 miles an hour at 1,800 feet. Yes, and he thinks that's high enough to to prove the curvature of the Earth at 1,800 feet. 1,800 feet. Hugh said, "I'll shut the door on this ball Earth." That's what he says. At 1,800 <laughs> feet, he, does he realize that airplanes go higher than? I mean, a lot higher than that. <laughs> and now, am I can, reading this if wrong? If you right? can't look out the window of an airplane and see the curvature, what does he think? 1,800, 1800 feet, feet high. Yeah. yeah. What does he think that's going to do? He's going to look into his neighbor's yard. I don't know how high yeah. that is. Like, is that not high? <laughs> like, okay. I just want to see how busy the Piggly Wiggly across town is. So this uh, came out November 21st, um, and he's planning to do this on the following right. Saturday. He was going to do it was, this, coming, this last Saturday. Which happened... Two uh, days ago. So uh, what happened with that bad boy? You might so be So what asking. happened to Captain Bigglesworth? Well, he happened to cancel it. So let's, oh, oh, man! man. We've, uh, we've, yeah, we've experienced that before. Let's check it out. 
Oh, great. Uh, anyway, we're at Charlie's house. It's Thanksgiving Day. I was actually supposed to be an Amboy now, uh, setting up for the jump. Uh, this is um, Mad Mike Hughes at his friends during It's just weird to hear his name because... I used to be in a band with a guy, a drummer named Mike Hughes. Definitely not the same guy. <laughs> Definitely not the same guy. Your cues what? Mike Hughes. For you, Mike Hughes, me. <laughs> Take a look at yourself. Saturday, uh, yesterday morning, which was Wednesday, um, we were contacted by the Bureau of Land Management from the Needles office. Oh, that BLM. And they informed me that uh, Black Lives they Matter. Were not they going to this? allow me to do the event. And they're everywhere these days. At least at that location. Well, a year previously, when I asked for the permission, I guess is the best way to do this, they had left it up to the uh, FAA. Oh, the FAA. They had jurisdiction. Of course, the FAA, um, uh, they didn't approve it because they can't honestly approve it. They just said, well, we know that you're going to do it there, okay? So basically, once this story broke Monday morning at 3 a.m. with the Associated Press, this thing blew up, went around the world, it was in the Washington Post, Boston Herald, um, it's been a Newsweek, Forbes magazine. There's people calling from all around the world wanting uh, interviews. Germany, Romania. I did an interview in Ireland today already. And so basically, I, my, my feeling is uh, one of the top executives of the Bureau of Land Management in Washington, D.C. called Needles, California and said, hey, who is this guy? What's going on? Who permitted this? Uh, well, they finally, they probably said, hey, there's no paperwork here. You know, we're just, uh, we know the guy, but... Uh, so it turned out to be uh, not a good thing yesterday. Plus, when we was actually ready to leave to go to Amboy, the motorhome slash rocket launcher broke down in the driveway. <laughs> motorhome slash <laughs> rocket launcher, yeah. by the way. Yes, uh, so motorhome oh, slash shit. rocket I've launcher. I've seen some things in my day, but that's got to be pretty wicked. Now right? we all know Transformers, but does anybody remember the old cartoon Mask? Yeah. Uh, well, where you had the semi, the, the semi that extended out and had a rocket launcher in it, and like the Trans Am that wings popped out of it. What the fuck are you talking about? Are we talking oh. about like Jim Carrey's The Mask? No, no, oh. no, not Jim Carrey's The Mask. An old cartoon from like the '80s when the, like the Transformers cartoon was on. So they took the idea of these robots, these vehicles transforming into robots, but instead of them being sentient, it was just still vehicles you pilot, but they transform into weapons, weaponized things. Oh, I don't know that one. So the mobile home slash rocket launcher makes me think that yes, this is something for Mask. By the way, <laughs> yeah. he purchased a mobile home on Craigslist. Like you do. Well, if you're going to use it for a ramp for your home. And then very steam. safely build a rocket launcher out of it. By the way, it's a steam-powered rocket. Steam-powered. Steam-powered. Straight-up mm. jewels. Well, he's only style. trying to go up 1,800 feet. Man. How much money did he spend doing all this? This, ha this couldn't have been cheap. Uh, he did say, uh, it does say here he spent... Man, he's been... Uh, kick what, is he kickstarting? No, he raised it all himself. Uh, give me a second. Um, I read it somewhere where mm. he said how much he spent on it. Because but if... It was something in like the... Like two thousand dollar. I mean, <laughs> if it was 10, if it was any amount of money over maybe two hundred, you could have rented a plane and somebody to take you up. You're only looking to go to eighteen hundred. No feet. shit. Like, just book, go on a vacation and just take your double, camera with you next time. Get double bounce on a trampoline at that point. Jesus, <laughs> <dude>. double bounce, <laughs> crack the egg. <laughs> Mad Fuck. Mike Hughes always wanted to be famous so much that he decided one day to build a steam rocket and set the world record. Oh, he's doing this for publicity. He's not doing it for flat earth. A steam rocket. What? How do you think steam power is going to get you up high enough? Well, this is crazy yeah. because this is uh, read straight from his uh, FundMe or Kickstarter where he was trying to raise $150,000. God damn it. All right, boys. Let's play a game. 
How much money do you think he actually got from the pledgers? Nick, what do you think? He needed $150,000. By the way, I'll tell you how many backers he has as well. So what do you think he made off this Kickstarter? You said you're going to tell me how many backers he had. Two backers. Two backers? <laughs> oh, shit. Two dollars. No. I'm going to say one of those backers was B.O.B. So he, I'm going to say he put in $1,500. So he's got $1,500 and like eight cents. You're thinking about B.O.B.'s actual one. No, I'm thinking B.O.B. contributed to his. Oh, you're thinking that. Well, yeah. you're incorrect, sir. The actual number that he received was $310 from two backers. Can you believe that shit? That's $150. So, uh, he People used, actually did that. He used that to try to get uh, into outer space. Uh, well, trying to get into outer space there. Um, he unsuccessfully... He did not make his goal, so therefore I don't think he gets any of that money there. Um, right, he, you don't get the money if you don't make at least your minimum, right? And, and yeah. by November, the Associated Press reported... So those poor saps that tried to donate don't actually lose... They didn't even get to this. donate it. Oh, let me uh, let me look at this. A flat Good. earth GoFundMe uh, raised nearly $8,000 for Hughes. And by November, the uh, Associated Press reported his $20,000 rocket had a fancy coat of Rust-Oleum paint and research flat earth inscribed on the side. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm sure that thing would fly just exactly I, like I, a brick. I'm surprised he got $20,000 to do it. Oh, okay. Here's a picture of his... Um, I'll throw this up on there for all you uh, watchers out there. This is a picture of his uh, steam-powered rocket there. Now, I guess if you think the Earth is... impressive there. If the Earth is a disk, you don't need to go that high. But you have to be fair to the other side of the argument as well. So... Like he needs to go high enough to prove for sure that you there is no curvature. Wait, why are we trying to? Why are they trying to be fair? They already are dis. I know, but if he goes up eighteen hundred feet and goes, "Hey, look, it's too low." Well, because flat. then he'll be able to say, "Oh, I went up," and eighteen hundred feet—that's no easy feat to get up on your own. Well, okay, but that's not high enough to see curvature. Like if you airplanes that we know even flirters have been on go higher than that, and maybe some people argue they've seen it. Some haven't. But you're still not high enough. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's a hell of a lot higher than 1,800. So yeah. even flirters have to know that they have been higher than 1,800. So how is he proving anything by going lower than I mean, they have themselves right. have already traveled? Yeah. You're right, because um, a plane flies at 40,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Which is way fucking so higher if than 1,800. <laughs> okay, so as a flirther, if you want to prove... Blurthers wrong. Blurthers. Then That's you us. have to go up to the height they say it takes to see the curvature mm -hmm. and get up to that height and go still no. flat. No. Tell them you're wrong, not right. I'm right. You can't go. Bleep, look, it was too flat. You have to like get up to where they, th you know, when we're like, you need to be up this high to into the ionosphere to see the curvature. Mm -hmm. Then you fucking get up there and go look. It's a disc. Yeah. You know, like if you're disproving somebody's argument, you get in their argument and mm -hmm. say, this is Take why the facts it's wrong. from their argument and disprove Here's them. Why, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you can't just like fucking slingshot yourself into the fucking next neighborhood and say, <laughs> well, it looked flat to me. Yeah. 1,800 feet up. Yeah. Wouldn't it be easier just to send a fucking camera up there that you can trust? Just a balloon Oh, or like something? the kid in the weather balloon that did happen? <laughs> 
Uh, and the thing that absolutely happened? I just I just want to know. And you can at that see picture. the entire trip of that weather balloon in one constant shot on YouTube. <laughs> I just want to know how he met, how he wanted to get eighteen hundred feet up in that thing and go eight what five hundred. That looks like a piece miles of playground equipment. Yeah. Like you climb up in there at the top and you slide out the bottom, and hopefully you're quick enough because the kid right behind you is going to land on your head if you're not very you know like. It's just yeah. a playground slide. And well, are those? I guess those are the parachutes, the questionable parachutes yeah, in the back. Yeah, these guys right here. Those are pretty questionable. Yeah. This must be the the propeller rockets here. Who See, the that's, fuck that's, knows? that's I mean that I have no idea. That's he said it's steam powered, so it's obviously not like a liquid fuel. I, I don't see that thing having yeah, so any wh- where any amount of power enough to get up to not even. How is, how is he creating the steam? Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Where did you guys go to rocket school? <laughs> mm, well, Oh, the same one Mike Hughes did. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. I'm probably Nowhere. the closest on the show that can tell you about the rocketry, but you know, I, I won't get into that. I got my rocketry uh, diploma from YouTube. <laughs> from YouTube? Oh, I didn't know they issued paper ones now. I have to get yeah. on that. I, uh, I watched some videos, and now I know how to rocket myself up into... A couple thousand feet. And also, just thinking about it, the FAA has a speed limit. If you're below 10,000 feet, you are not allowed to go above 250 miles an hour. So he would have gotten one hell of a speeding ticket from the FAA. Oh, if my he was God. Only I can only imagine. Er, only that would have been great. Feet. <laughs> All right, guys. We, we are running out of time. Let's yeah. do the news real quick. Really quick. Um, I'm going to do one story, and then we're going to get out of here, guys. If it came from InfoWars, I am pissing in your face. <laughs> you're gonna be, you'll be presently surprised. We've got the news. We've got the news. We've got the news. Yeah. We've got the news with Nick. Hello. That's right. Hey guys, welcome to the news. Hi. Courtney loved to appear in court. In bid to regain Kurt Cobain's guitar for daughter Frances Bean. Courtney Love is set to appear, like I said, the 53-year-old singer and songwriter who was married to the late Nirvana band member for two years before he tragically took his own life in 1994, has been asked by daughter Frances Bean Cobain to help in a legal battle against her estranged husband, Isaiah Silva, to regain the Martin D. 18E guitar that belonged to Kurt. What do you know about that guitar, Jackie Lynn? He doesn't know anything. I'll tell you what. (laughs) So, wait, the daughter... Of Kurt Cobain and Courtney... Is married, was married to was Isaiah. married and is now divorced or splitting anyway, and is having to go to court to get this guitar back from this asshole. Exactly. So, uh, here's so it was given just, to him. Is that what she's trying? What he's why trying I just to get argue? A, some big guys go and they're like, "We're taking the fucking guitar." Uh, let's One go. guy's gonna stand here and hold you back while we grab the guitar and we're just fucking out of here. Francis filled or filed the official <laughs> documents to split the 32-year-old, and in the filling, uh, in the filing. Why am I saying <laughs> filling? Uh, she reportedly listed know, her father's habitable. estate as her own property, separate from any joint ownership she and Isaiah had together. So uh, she reportedly listed her father's estate as her own property, separate from any joint ownership she and Isaiah have together. Uh, however, okay, so this would Isaiah be an open shot case. Uh, however, Isaiah has since claimed Francis gave him the um, musical instrument. I was going to say magical instrument. That would have been that would have been nice. Well, gave him the magical instrument. If you're that big of a Nirvana fan, I guess it could be. Uh, so, like I was saying, uh, uh, he's claiming Francis gave him the instrument, believed to be one of three hundred that was made as a wedding gift. And so he's thinking, this is a wedding gift. I don't need to give this back to you. Now they're divorced. Okay. 
You give me this as a wedding gift, but when the wedding's over, I get to keep it. I think that's what they're trying to fight for right there. Is that uh, listen here? So then, yeah. Why? Well, that's gonna that's gonna However, go to the Supreme okay. Court when you give a wedding gift. Whose is it? But if it <laughs> if if it was a wedding gift, there should be at least two witnesses, if not thousands, because it's a fucking Cobain wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are there to say yay or nay that she did it? I mean, I guess maybe she could have just signed it over. I guess I didn't present Laura with a wedding gift Listen, during you're not the like ceremony signing itself. Shit over. You're just I bequeath this to you. Wait, you, you, you have to give your spouse a wedding gift? No. no oh, no. okay. That's all. The wedding like, well, gifts are uh, the not like part baby. of the ceremony where you're like, I, in the middle of all of our family and friends, give you my this. cock. Uh, yeah, because I was like, that's what I'm going to be giving you later. Like, but that's not <laughs> for any of these people to see. I mean, unless I really want to, but they better applause those motherfuckers. So some guy uh, working for... (laughs) Want some encouragement. Yeah. Some guy working for TMZ uh, caught up... Oh, great. Quality. They're everywhere. Caught up with uh, Courtney Love, and uh, here's the video. I will play the clip for you so you can hear it at home. But here is Francis Bean Cobain. Or this is actually... uh, Look at those tots right so there, though. Like, nice like fucking view for the tots. The you just, like, ignore the face. Wait. Is she, like, Napoleon Dynamite? Is she carrying tots around? <laughs> no, I'm talking about her fucking tit-tots, bro. Sorry, I thought I was done with middle school today. All right, look at those fucking... Oh, substitute joke. Look at those breasts. All right, so you can't hear it very well, but what she's trying to say there is that she gave it to Francis Bean... And she, Francis Bean, therefore, cannot give it away to anybody else. That is incorrect. Is it? She gave it to Francis Bean. Therefore, at that exact moment, it became Francis Bean's to do with whatever the fuck she wants to. So if she wants to give it away to somebody else, then she can give it away to somebody else. So the question is only, did Francis Bean give that guitar away as a wedding present next time on <laughs> Whose Guitar Is This? That's right. Well, I, like I said, that was going to be the, the last story there, and that's it for the show, you guys. Oh, there come, here it comes. Swelling in. Just right on time. Hey, we've got a new location. You're not going to find us anymore on SoundCloud. We have a new host. We had to transfer over because SoundCloud, it's just not going to be doing well. It's not the future of... It's too SoundClouded. It's not the future of podcasting. It's not the future of emergency exits. So check us out at Podbeam. Go ahead and download Podbeam. We are on there. Can I Every, just, all the episodes are backed up on there right now, so check it out. out how are you saying Podbeam? Podbeam. P O D B E A M dot com. But it's weird to tell people who are already listening to your show where to listen to you. Because they might be listening on SoundCloud right now. So if you're listening on SoundCloud, be prepared. It might not be on SoundCloud next week. As always, follow us on Twitter. At E-M-E-X pod. Find us on Facebook. Like us. Nick isn't on Facebook. 
Now I'm on Twitter, writer guitar. Check us out on emergencyexitpodcast.com. Enjoy the blog. Next week, we will discuss a woman who claimed to have seen humanoids on the Mars. So for Nick Ryder, Brandon Mitchell, I'm Los. That's That's right. right. That's right. On the Mars? What? (laughs) Like the Mars bar?